prepare for an artistic journey through time and creativity with the Black Women's Stitch 2024 Wall Calendar. More than a way to track dates, this calendar is a gallery on your wall celebrating Black women's contributions to sewing, activism, and culture. Every month brings new original Black art ready to inspire or become a future frame keepsake. And that's not all. Experience the joy of creativity with three fusible applique designs by the acclaimed illustrator Janine LaCour, creator of the brilliant Black Magic Leopard. The downloadable patterns include tips for fusible applique, which is one of my favorite techniques. Embodying the values of the Stitch Please podcast, this calendar is a year-long celebration of community creativity, expertise, and Black excellence. Order your Black Women's Stitch 2024 wall calendar today and get your stitch together with the year of artistic inspiration. Hello, Stitchers. Welcome to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women's Stitch, the sewing group where Black lives matter. I'm your host, Lisa Woolfork. I'm a fourth generation sewing enthusiast with more than 20 years of sewing experience. I am looking forward to today's conversation. So sit back, relax, and get ready to get your stitch together. Hey friends, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Stitch Please Podcast Holiday Swatch. As you might know, a swatch is a piece of fabric that represents the whole. It lets us kind of reflect on the entire piece of the fabric without having it with us at all times. It's a really wonderful reference point. But for the Stitch Please Podcast, these holiday swatch episodes are also ways to hear from the beautiful fabric of our community, which is made up of so many different intricate threads of wonderful people. I am delighted and honored to have the voices from the Stitch Please community front and center in these episodes. And I'm grateful to you for being here as well. One holiday tradition I've started celebrating in recent years is making gifts like fleece, hats and fleece scarves. This is a really fun project. I really enjoy the fleece hats, especially. I think they're really extra warm. Um, I've also learned to put in some stretch satin or even some spandex as a lining so that your hair doesn't get too dried out because fleece can be very drying on your hair and skin. And having a scarf out of the same fabric is um, just a bonus and it keeps you extra warm as well. This is a recent tradition because I didn't grow up in a cold weather place. But since I live in one now, it has been really enjoyable to make hats and scarves as gifts for folks. So that's one of my holiday traditions. And now we'll hear about more holiday traditions from the Stitch Please podcast community. Thanks again for being here and thanks for listening. Hi, my name is Ashley Chapman. You can find me on Instagram at Made by Bertha, which is my nickname. And uh, my holiday tradition is pretty simple. Basically, every year for my family, I try to at least make one handmade gift. I really like thoughtful gifts. So I try to do things that um, really speak to their personality or an interest that they may have. So um, I may make like an ornament or as far as like a textile thing, I do a lot of like dye sublimation, which is basically 
a process which involves a special ink and you make a transfer and you use a heat press and you put it on like a shirt or a pillowcase or a blanket, like those picture blankets that you might find, that's usually done through dye sublimation. So I'll do a lot of things with that, especially around the holidays. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Hi, I'm Kaya Lee. My website is Kaya Arts and I'm on Instagram at Kaya Arts underscore. And my sewing journey began about six years ago, but I still consider myself quite fairly a beginner because I haven't really committed as much as I like to being an educator at the same time. But this year I have picked it up quite a notch. I'm also training to be a costume designer and set designer. So sewing and crafting really goes in well with that. My holiday traditions, actually I started last year and I started making crafts for the tree, mini stockings, and then I was pulling out my crafts this holiday and I still have the patterns. So I've just been finishing, finishing up crafts from last year, this year and just mini stockings and Christmas trees and things like that. In terms of sewing, I've been making a few skirts. I love pleats, so um, a few pleated skirts. And my next more extravagant dress is for New Year's Eve, which has got a bow, which I love. I also use up my scraps around the holidays and try and find crafts that would utilize my scraps because I'm really into sustainable fashion and sustainability within crafts because it just using it up is just much better for the environment and people so most of my holiday sewing is using up my scraps and making them into something new and making a few new dresses for parties that i hope to attend i am hoping to make a couple of dressing gowns i don't know if you call them that in the states nightwear because it's winter over here in London and um, I want to get cozy, watch a few films, some PJs and most of my holiday sewing is just using up everything that I have. <laughs> hey friends, hey, I wanted to pause briefly and take a moment to thank those who make the Stitch Please podcast possible. To our Patreon subscribers and Act Blue donors, thank you. Your support keeps the lights on and your faith keeps me going. To Chris Rivera and the team at Congregate Charlottesville, thank you for your fiscal sponsorship and the lessons in financial stewardship. You are very much appreciated. To the guests we've had this year, thank you. Shout out to Bisa Butler for celebrating our 200th episode with us. And special thanks to all the guests who have made every episode of the Stitch Please podcast a very special episode. And to the Stitch Please team, sincere gratitude to content creator Janelle Velasco, project manager Christina Gifford, producers Crystal Hill and Mike Bryant, and live show producer Latrice Sampson Richards. I couldn't do it without you. And last but not least, thank you. Yes, you. I am totally talking about you. Did you hear me say you? Uh-huh. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends and family about the show. Thank you for following and reposting us on socials. Thank you for your warm, direct messages and comments. Thank you for being the best group of stitchers I could ever have hoped for. Thank you. 
Hi, I'm Ellie L from Sally and Sam Style, and I'm here to share my favorite holiday sewing traditions. So when I think of holiday sewing traditions, I have no choice but to think about the very first thing I made, and that was a New Year's Eve dress that I made by hand. And when I say by hand, I mean I sewed it <laughs> with needle and thread with no sewing machine in sight. And yes, I was ambitious. I was like 2019 at the time and I had no cares about perfection. And when I think about that time, it was the best because I wasn't worried about how professional it looked or how the inside looked. I just wanted to make something. And did I wear it? Yes, with pride. <laughs> I wore it out on New Year's Eve, had a great time, told everyone I made my dress as we all do. And that sparked something within me to become a seasonal sewist, as I call myself. So I sew for the seasons, I sew for the holidays. And when I think about my traditions now, I love setting the mood for the holidays. So I love decorating my sewing space. I love lighting that same holiday candle, <laughs> even putting on the same holiday movie. And I'm a sucker for seasonal fabrics. So if I don't use those seasonal fabrics within the month of December, guess what happens? They get pushed to the side all for next December to try again. So I love using all of these sewing traditions and my habit of sewing now. I love the fact that I can set the environment and I love even more so that I'm a mom now. So it's not just about sewing for myself, but I sew for my son. I tend to make a lot of aprons. That has been my thing, my thing lately for the holidays to sew holiday aprons for everyone, <laughs> including my mom, my mother-in-law, sister. And that's just like the perfect gift to sew for me around the holidays. I can get creative. I can use all of the seasonal fabrics that I tend to not use up by the end of December. And it's a good way to just give something that's special and creative and unique. Another sewing tradition I think of around the holidays that I have to put out is this year trying to sew a Christmas tree skirt, <laughs> which is new for me. I tend not to do anything outside of clothing sewing. <laughs> so I will definitely show that off and uh, let you know how it goes. But besides that, I am happy to share all of my sewing holiday traditions. And I hope this inspired you to get to sewing Hi, I'm Olubemi Sola Rude Perkovic. I'm an author of children's books and a maker of many, many different types of things. During this season, I like to have fun sort of taking a step back from writing. And I usually do a lot of knitting, a lot of the knitting that I think I'm going to do throughout the rest of the year for gifts. So I make these plans to do all this gift knitting and then this time of year comes and I have not finished any of it. So I usually spend this time kind of catching up on those things that were going to be gifts. And um, sometimes, because I like to knit a lot of hats, sometimes I end up keeping them. Sometimes I give them to someone other than the person I originally thought they might be for. Especially if I'm really behind, sometimes adult hats will end up being baby hats because they go a little faster because they're smaller. 
I love doing toy knitting around this time. Uh, one tradition that I have that I kind of need to renew, I guess, is I used to make these little finger puppet advent calendar thingamajigs. I don't even know what to call them. They had a wooden base and then I sewed uh, little outfits on them and I had one for each day of advent and I would put a little message and verse and activity inside and my daughter and I would take a finger puppet, open it up every year. They've gotten a little, little raggedy now. It's been a few years. So I'm going to redo some of those. I'm going to keep up with the knitting. I have some knits projects that I want to try and Tarja projects that I'd like to try. And my new thing this year is that I'm going to sew something for myself. I rarely sew garments for myself, but I've just gotten back into it, doing some tops and a couple of dresses. And I'm going to do the Zadie jumpsuit for myself. I have some great fabric that I brought back from Nigeria a couple of months ago. And I'm looking forward to giving this a try. I love this time of making. I love making with my daughter especially. I love cooking with her. I love knitting with her. Doing stuff together kind of takes me back to when I used to make with my mother and my grandmother. So it's a special time and I love it. Hi, my name is Ahi Abdul Kareem. I am from Cover Me Chic. Uh, my Instagram at Cover Me Chic, YouTube at Cover Me Chic, everywhere at Cover Me Chic. Uh, my holiday tradition with sewing started when I was uh, maybe in elementary school. I'm the oldest of seven kids, so when I learned how to sew, my parents basically we went out and got fabric. So I used to sew for all of my siblings. I sewed for myself. I sewed for everybody under me. So it was always the last minute, late at night, everybody had outfits for the next day, which was the it. The tradition has continued um, with my daughters, basically. So I make their outfits, I make my outfit. And last year I made my husband's top. So basically every year <laughs> we get new outfits for the it. Um, the id is in April of 2024, I think, this year. So we're not celebrating Christmas. And I mean, we do the go through Kwanzaa celebrations, but we really don't dress up for that. But our holiday is the id. It'll fit. So uh, we always get new outfits and, you know, just lit <laughs> for the holidays. Thank y'all so much for taking the time to be with us today. I cannot wait to see what you make this holiday season. Don't forget to tag us at Black Women's Stitch and use our hashtag Stitch Please Holiday Swatch and Stitch Please Swatch. You've been listening to Stitch Please, the official podcast of Black Women's Stitch, the sewing group where Black Lives Matter. We appreciate you joining us this week and every week for stories that center Black women, girls, and femmes in sewing. We invite you to join the Black Women's Stitch Patreon community with giving levels beginning at $5 a month. Your contributions help us bring the Stitch Please podcast to you every week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And come back next week and we'll help you get your stitch together. 